It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and we're gonna jump right into it. And I really didn't want to give this a time of day. Um, I was sent this, and I haven't actually watched it yet, actually. So I'm gonna watch it for the first time, or excuse me, listen to it now. And it's of Cynthia Jordan. I mean, excuse me, Claudia Jordan, who I believe is known to be a reality TV show uh, star, if I'm not mistaken. This is moving, this thing is moving really slow, man. I hate when this shit moves so slow. Um. She's supposed to be around. Like I think, I think, I, I think she was Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah. So let's matter of fact, just so we know who we're actually listening to. Let me let me just do a quick, very quick. Uh, okay, she came up. American actress. Man, they give out some big titles these days, eh? Uh. Let's see what well, what movies and TV shows. Um, so I was right. The Real Housewives of Atlanta, VH1, Couples Retreat. Uh, she was apparently on The Apprentice from 2004 to 2017. Damn, I didn't even know that show was on that long. Oh, look, she's in a movie with Vivica A. Fox. Isn't that interesting? Right, these women... These are the experts everybody listens to. And, and my my whole thing is this, right? Because I see a lot of people, like, obviously agreeing with her. And my whole thing is, like, it's really funny that when men speak, we have to have credibility. We have to have it. It doesn't matter what we're saying. The only time, uh, I will say this, the only time credibility is not necessary is when we are saying things that women and gays and just liberals in general are okay with anything, anything that seems like it's against the grain of women, gays and liberals. We have to have credibility. We have to have a degree that matches what we're talking about. We have to have a clean spark. I mean, I mean, a sparkling clean record. You can't you can't have been a nigga who did something in the 90s. And now we're in the 2020s and and now you yes, we've seen the progress, but yet no, we uh uh-uh, nigga, you remember in 1994 when you hit that girl? You see what I'm saying? You can't talk. But y'all will listen to anybody. Y'all listen to anybody. Um this woman, Claudia Jordan, by the way, let's just I'm just telling you what I see right here. Is 49 years old has been married once for a year. She was married one time for one year. Now I'm not I'm not judging her. I just want to I, 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 I to me that's her business. However, I just find it funny that people are jumping to listen to her and what she's about to say. And mind you, I don't even know exactly what she's about to say, but the caption tells me enough. But we're going to listen to what she has to say, as cringe as it might be. And she was she she only was able to last a marriage for a year. When you have a man speaking on women 
and trying to tell, classify women and put women in boxes. And we find out that he's only been married one time from 2009 to 2010. And he's now almost 50 years old. And he's known to be on reality shows. And these reality shows do not really portray the best image of men, black people, women or gays or whoever is on there. Right. We won't listen to him. It don't matter if what he's saying is real. It don't matter if what he's saying about women is real. Not to mention, he's not allowed to use certain language, too. You see, from what I read in this caption, she apparently calls future fans or fans of future fuck boys. You're not allowed to call them sluts. That's what a fuck boy is. Ultimately, it's like a male slut. It's a male bitch. It's a male version of a hoe when we call man she a fucking hoe like we're not allowed to do that after a year of marriage you're almost 50 years old and your biggest claim to fame is sitting on a tv show making a fool of yourself and everyone else on the show we're not, we're not allowed to do that we're not allowed to do that now you can do th- you can be 50 years old married for one year on reality TV making a fool of yourself haven't really accomplished much else of anything of infrastructure or innovation if you're sitting there telling men something about themselves or going in on white women or going in on the white men or going in on Christians then you can speak if you're going in on street niggas or rappers, then you can speak. But you can't be no 50-year-old nigga that's running around reality TV acting a fool, only got married for one year and speak on relationships and then classify women and then use shaming shaming terminology to do so. But anyways, I digress. Let's, let's get into what Claudia Jordan, the reality show superstar, had to say about black men. Hold on, y'all. Carry themselves before we got ratchet. Let's, let's do this again because it. Ratchet. Before we started praising the lowest of the low, before we started like thinking it was cool to be dumb and ignorant and, and like purposely misspeaking, misspelling, sounding ignorant and dumb. Before we started praising the the, the, the lowest of the low, it, 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 it reeks of low self esteem as a culture. To say, oh, this is black if you're ignorant. But when you're not, we equate that with being white. So we're gonna give that to the white man, like they are, they have the uh, they have the exclusivity rights on intelligence and class. But shouldn't we be like, yo, he's with us? You ain't black enough because you use proper English. So we really are saying that we're not capable of, of of elevating. But then these are the same people that want to be referred to as a king, and then you have Ooh. one actually treating a woman Ooh. as a queen and actually carrying himself as a king and we're gonna sit here and try to take his black heart from him because he's not acting up he's not act- Russell Wilson to me is a throwback to how treating a woman as a queen and actually carrying himself as a king and we're gonna sit here and try to take his black heart from him because he's not acting up he's not acting up wilding out it is so ridiculous. And then we say, we're not a monolith. But then if you don't do these things, like you said, Q, you're not one of us and you can't sit with us. Stop doing this to other black people. Stop making black people feel guilty for being classy and intelligent and carrying themselves in a way that we should all be trying to aspire to be. Like, it is ridiculous that she... The hate for Sierra is because she moved on from the future. So all these, like, future F-boys 
that'll like him, future likes, y'all feel some kind of way because I hit you in the gut because you feel that. No. Right? You know your girl deserves better. I, I really wish we can get away from that and stop praising that. His blackness should not be in question because he's not ignorant. Mm-hmm. We should stop. We need to stop him. Well, here's the thing about it, right? Once again, credibility. I mean, this is a black woman speaking about black men being classy and low self-esteem and and things like that. And why do we praise the most ridiculous stuff from our race? And she's not saying anything new. And I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna very be very very blunt right now. And I don't care how this comes off. I am. I'm. I'm not. I'm, y'all know I keep it real, man. I'm like. Y'all know I keep it real. I am jealous of one thing when it comes to black women. They get to say shit that black men have been saying for decades and years and actually get credit for it. Where it falls on deaf ears when we say it. Nothing that she said in that video was new. I can't sit up here and disagree with she said. If you listen to my podcast, I've been saying that. I just made a whole episode about that the other day. About how we just glorify all the bullshit. We didn't gave all this stuff to white people. But what she failed to mention is the big role that black women played in that. See, men of all races don't want to admit this. Some do, some don't. But we desperately seek the validation of women. We, we, we... We don't like to admit it, but truthfully, women literally hold the key to our culture as men. And I say that to say men are not going to do things, not publicly at least, that they don't find women to approve of. I'll give you an example. And the best example I like to use is fashion, right? Especially fashion within the black community, right? You remember the time, if you're my age or older, you remember back when we was wearing tall tees and big old jeans and Big old shoe. We were just looking big as a motherfucker, right? Jacket down to your to your to your knees. Yo, I had clothes, and from middle school, I found a couple years ago at my mom's house in the garage, and I looked at the clothes. I picked the clothes. I was like, this shit wouldn't even fit me now. What the hell was I thinking, right? These clothes so goddamn big. I know I wasn't, you know, as big as I am now, and the clothes don't even fit me now. What was I? How did I wear this shit? And these were clothes I remember wearing every day, every other day, you know, jackets and hoodies and shit, like big ass shit. I'm like, bro, I'm literally now a whole adult, like twice the size that I was. And this shit still don't fit me. Right now, at some point around like what some people would say, oh, eight, oh, seven, around that time, maybe even oh, nine. We kind of converted to like smaller clothes. Now you don't see men wearing baggy clothes. Matter of fact, the only people I see wearing baggy jeans is girls these days. But we, we've converted to smaller clothes. When we first tried to do that shit, if the bitches wasn't feeling it, I promise you we'd still be wearing jabos and tall tees to this day. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. At some point, a little bit after that, they tried to introduce male, I think they're called rompers. For rompers for men, I want to say they were romp. They were called like them little one piece things. Yeah, and the girls immediately shamed it, and it died out. I promise you, bitches was like, "Hell yeah, I want me a nigga." So, look, they, the girl want a nigga in the, what they call hoochie daddy shorts, right? I just left Atlanta yesterday. All I saw was niggas in hoochie daddy shorts. You see what I'm saying? So it's just like, yo, like what they it's it's simple shit. At the end of the day, you. And in the most prime years of your life, 
Claudia Jordan, you and your sisters ran after Future and you shot past Russell. You called him lame. You called him corny. And one thing men don't want is to be shamed by women. We could take a little something, something from the fellas, but we don't want it from the women at all. Not gay men or straight. That should should show you right there how much control women really have. The fact that gay men even listen to y'all. Gay men take what y'all say seriously. They don't even want to date you, give you no kids, protect you, nothing. But they listen to what you got to say, though. You see what I'm saying? And I feel like even in their community, you guys have probably, I mean, you'd have to talk to one of them. They can give you better insight. But I'm pretty sure you've you've shaped a lot of things in their community as well. Right? And and things they might not want to do or whatever because they don't want the girls to get mad. Nobody cares about men being mad. But we all, none of us want the girls to be mad. Right? Because we all want the approval of women. That's why dudes go to the friend zone. That's why dudes go and and, and some dudes put themselves in the friend zone. They don't give a fuck. They just want to be around a the girl. They just want to hear what she got to say. Niggas, listen to girls. Right? Um, you, The young boy who might be a Russell in his heart, he's seen that. And now you have a bunch of fake ass futures too. That's what's even really fucking it up. Out of every 20 quote unquote futures, only two, three of them really solid to the core, to the bone, to the chest. Okay? The rest of these niggas saw the benefit of being a future over being a Russell and ran to be that. And 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 and, and here's the thing about it. I feel like a lot of women get to the point where they start to realize that there's not much that comes from the things that they pursue and they prioritize. And then they want to use shaming tactics now and act like they never sat there and literally built this whole entire bullshit up. Now you want to come and try to shame people and yeah, fuck boys and yeah, I hit you in the gut and, and all this other stuff. But it's like you, 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 you built this. I tell people all the time and, and it's like I get into arguments and I get people to see my way and sometimes I don't all the time I, that we, we have this conversation. I always ask people and for some reason people always ask me, what would it take to get the street niggas to stop street niggering it up? And I say. Everybody, everybody, everyone has this conversation. People name all kinds of shit. Shit that sounds good, but nigga, that shit been going on. Ain't nobody finna do nothing about it. Like, I say, bro, if black women overall, okay, and I'm talking about like literally like at least 95% of them straight up. Like, yes, that dramatic. If 95% of black women were done with street niggas, they not fucking with it. They think it's lame. They think it's corny. They're not going to fuck them niggas. They're not sucking them niggas up. They don't want to be around them. They don't want to go to their communities. They don't go to their parties. They don't want to go listen to their music. Like, nothing. Like, they don't give no support to it. I guarantee you, you give it five years top and street niggas is dead. Street niggaism is dead. It's done. It's finished. It's already, and this, this will be the perfect time to do it because shit if you look around I don't know about where you live but in my city they're tearing the ghettos down so these niggas already losing their identity that was always their biggest claim to fame and look where I'm from and look at the buildings man yeah they getting rid of all that pretty uh, all that ugly shit and making it real pretty now these niggas can't really say that they really living too bad no more they living better than a lot of us you know now the suburbs like up there by where my mama stay and all that other shit and even by where my daddy stay like them suburbs starting to look real ghetto now them old ass houses you go drive through the city of atlanta you be like damn they done changed this this whole neighborhood up you know what i'm saying like look at trestle tree you go down united boy you go down you go past trestle tree and them house starting to look real nice over there by trestle tree you see what i'm saying shit 
um, looking real nice and spicy over there. Watch what they watch. The only reason I didn't get rid of Four Seasons yet is because it's on the back road next to a goddamn federal prison. That's it. But I tell you one thing for sure, two things for certain. Pretty soon they're going to work it. You already know. So listen, I'm telling you, it's not about programs. You know how I know it's not about programs? I lived in the suburbs and I lived in the hood. And I tell you one thing, when I went to the suburban high school, they didn't have programs, bro. They didn't have shit. You played basketball, you played lacrosse, you played football, you did band, chorus, and nigga, that, that, that was it. That was it. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, the other little lame ass shit like Mathematic Club and Robotics, but no, I mean, that's shit, you know who that's for. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, for regular folk, we're not into stuff like that. But then you go to the hood school, and they got a million programs. And then rappers are always pulling up over there. We ain't no rappers pulling up to Lasseter High School in East Cobb. Bruh, you know how many rappers and pulled up to Columbia High School alone? Reading High School, huh? Uh, Maze, Tri-City. Like, these rappers be pulling over there giving these niggas all kind of stuff, bro. Like, all kind of shit, bro. Every, they got so much more opportunity. At that point, you're damn near better off raising your kid in the hood than the suburb. You know, suburb, they on their own. Nigga, you on your own. Nigga, they got all kind of life support in the hood. Fuck is you talking about? Like, you know what I mean? Like, the, the programs ain't help shit. Nigga, you drive down Godby Road, it's a rec center. Don't none of them niggas go to that shit. Like, you know, I, I've never even been into Tracy Wyatt. I drive, I drive, I just drove by that shit yesterday. I've never been inside of that motherfucker, bro. I don't know if there's a basketball court in there, maybe an arcade, maybe a library. I don't even know what's in there. We don't use it. And then what ends up happening is the city ended up throwing it away anyway because they got to fund it. And ain't nobody, if ain't nobody using it, then what? I know the kids use a swimming pool. I do see, I have seen them outside a swimming pool. But besides that, don't nobody really use that shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I really believe that at the end of the day, I'm not saying that every nigga who picks up a sack is like, oh, I want to get a girl. But when men know there are certain things that women just do not go for, most men don't do them. No matter how much they may feel they want to do them, how much they feel they need to do them or nothing. I guarantee you, you will see a lot of these niggas start working. If you start praising, if you stop calling niggas with jobs broke. You see more niggas with jobs. If you stop saying, I don't want no nigga with no nine to five, you'll see more niggas with nine to fives. At the end of the day, say what you want to say, but I'm, I firmly believe that in my heart that black women hold the key right now to changing the street, the face of street niggas. They don't want to admit it. They may not want that type of responsibility, but what they don't realize is that for, for the black women who say that's not my responsibility or it sounds like a lot of work, it actually isn't. It ain't no much more work than what you've been doing this whole time anyway. All you got to do is to stop saying certain things and start pushing other things and stop thinking that every nigga has to be a nigga making 20, 30 bands. Because truth be told, in our 20s, for you to be making 20, 30 bands a month is just not realistic without there being some type of innovation or some type of... Um, massive level of creativity which i mean let's keep it real but everybody not creative bro everybody can't rap everybody didn't play basketball their whole life everybody didn't play football their whole life most of our multi-millionaires in our community not all of them but a lot of them shit i mean the shit is pretty much a paved path like to be 21 years i mean this i mean i talk to kids all the time and these young niggas, they have so much pressure on them that even I didn't feel like we had growing up. Like, it's like they're like 19, like ready to like kill themselves because they didn't make $20,000 this month. And it's like, at some point, 
with their lack of obvious, I mean, the average 21 year old, I don't care black or white, is still in school, haven't even got their degree yet anyway. So there's not really much they can do, you know, to really make twenty, thirty thousand dollars a month. But black women are the main group of women that make you feel like you have to be damn near. I mean, because if you're making twenty thousand dollars a month, you're 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 like a millionaire, ain't you? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you you have to be this super baller around them. Like, and and the, for the young nigga, and it, see, it's not just about the actual money, right? And this is what I told y'all before: the average woman these days will turn up, turn down a lame millionaire for a turned up lit a uh, hundred thousand dollar nigga. You see what I'm saying? It's not about the money; it's also about the image. You guys want to be where the bottles are at. You guys want to be where the tattoos are at. You know, sometimes I talk to a girl who was in college or left college, a so-called educated black woman who has all these great things. You go to her house, you go above the fireplace, and she has all these accolades. She's only 28 years old, already owns her own house. And the first question she asked me is, how many tattoos do you have? Like, this is where you guys want to be. You want to be where the weed is getting rolled up. You want to be where the pistols is hanging on niggas' laps. You want to be there. That's that's where we see you going. We see you from the top-tier black woman all the way to the hood rat. All of y'all and y'all, when y'all are in your prime, are running after those kind of guys. What image do you think that was set to the black man? What does that do? See, you want us to do everything by ourselves, but we didn't create everything by ourselves. You see what I'm saying? And so what we so so we go build all this shit up and then what come give it to you for free? When you don't want to hear this, but Becky uh um Elizabetta and Alex Wu Young, they willing to at least be there and encourage a nigga in the process. You know what I'm saying? Figure some shit out. You know? Like, I got plenty of black friends that I see dating, right? And and my black friends that I know that date black girls, they're under a lot of fucking pressure. And it's not pressure to get their credit up. It's not pressure. It's not pressure to do, you know, smart things like that. It's pressure to get out here, get some money, buy her a Birkin bag, buy her a fucking Range Rover, you know what I'm saying, and get the money however you can, that means go out there and risk your life with fraud, I mean, these black women will literally pressure black men to risk their freedom in their lives so they can have material items, the so-called educated black woman who can get her own stuff and has her own money will sit up there and allow a black, that's what I tell, I tell, my, I tell my street nigga friends this all the time, all my friends that are involved with criminal activity, I tell them, I say, bro, let me tell you some real shit you don't want to hear. Any girl who with you, bro, who, especially if she started dating you, like, after you was doing all this stuff, and she knows what you're doing, she don't love you, bro. Street niggas supposed to be single. They don't want to hear that because they feel like, damn, how you going to say that about us? I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. She don't love you and she don't love herself. She don't. That's how you be hearing them stories of them girls getting their head blown off. What's she doing in the car with a nigga that live a certain lifestyle like that and she don't live that lifestyle with him? If she's helping you scam and helping you trap, I don't know what to tell you. Don't listen to me. But if she's sitting back and especially she apply pressure on you, that girl don't love you. That girl do not love you. If you, if you, like, you know, you a trap nigga, you probably take your girl out every weekend and do some nice ass shit, right? Yo, don't take her out next weekend. Watch how she act. Tell her, now nah, we got to go do some free shit. I got to save my money. I got to stack up. Watch how she act. That girl don't love you. If you're a street now, listen to me now. I'm saying this. I mean this too, bro. I know it's hard to hear. I know it is. 
I know it's for some of y'all, y'all may be street niggas, but y'all still got a heart. You still want to be in love. You still want a wife. So it's even more hard to hear. Well, I'm just telling you, while you're an active drug dealer, an active scammer, that girl knows you do these things. And she showed you love all the gifts and she loves all the dates and she loves all the free money that she gets from you and all the bills that you pay for her. That girl does not love you. She doesn't really know what true love even is. I don't care how much she cried in your face before. I don't care how many times she done just came over there just telling you all her deep, dark secrets about her family. I don't give a fuck. That girl does not know what real love is because nobody who really loves you wants to see you out there like that. I'm just letting you know that now. And if and if they're going to let you do what you do because you are a grown ass man, they're going to always speak on it. They ain't never going to turn a blind eye to it. They always going to be like, come on. Hey. And every time they see an opportunity for you, they're going to send it your way. Because let's keep it real. The average street nigga these days make just about as much money as a nigga with a decent job. He ain't y'all niggas ain't pulling in millions no more like back in the days. Like y'all niggas some cool little 10,000, little 20,000 nigga, if, if that. You'd be lucky to be that nigga. I know a lot of street niggas who ain't really even seen. Y'all basically stand outside all day to make minimum wage. When you add up how much money you make after you spend it on your re-up, uh, what's left over, and anything else you might need to, need to get, nigga, you basically working at McDonald's. I'm just telling you the truth. You basically working at McDonald's. You got some street niggas who don't even see $500 every week. A- after profit. I'm talking about the profit, the money they get to keep. Don't even see $500 every week. But they outside all damn day in that sun. All damn day in that sun. Right? So, I hear what Claudia Jordan is saying. And I'm not going to sit up here and act like she ain't saying some real shit. But at the same time, once again, the black woman leaves out the black woman. You want to talk about praising low behavior while you're on a reality show? And what, do y'all think y'all better than the girls on Bad Girls Club or something because y'all wear dresses and, and some of y'all are married? Y'all on there making just, just as much a fool out of black women as anybody else. You know what actually y'all are doing? Y'all actually make black women look worse than the girls on Bad Girls Club. You know why I say that? Because we expect those type of girls to do what they're doing. You're showing Claudia Jordan and Real Housewives of Atlanta and, and those type of more, I guess, classier reality shows is that no matter how high the black woman gets, she's still going to act a motherfucking fool. They still can't get along. They still don't know what to do with their husbands. They still they still cheating. They still doing whatever they do. They still throw a drink on each other. They still can't speak without using vulgar language. That's what it does. It makes the top tier look of black women. I'm not I'm not going to call y'all top tier because none of y'all no lawyers and no attorneys or none of that. Y'all is wives and girlfriends of rich men. What I am saying is this, and that's not a hard thing to become. What I'm saying is this. You look way classier. You're a little bit more classier than the bad girls type chicks, right? All the girls on Zeus Network. You're a little bit more classier, but however, the way you guys act isn't that much different. And it just shows that no matter which way you go, up or down, you're going to get the same results dealing with black women. They don't know how to conduct themselves, especially in public. That's where y'all shoot most of these episodes, right? Am I Am I wrong? See, I've only watched one episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta, and I told I think I spoke about this recently, actually, and that was because my dad is friends with 
one of them. And I saw that her son was on there. And I remember her son. I used to go over there and hang out with her son. And her son is now older. And I was like, oh, shit, I remember him. Like, he looks older now, obviously. When we were hanging out at his house, he was maybe 10. I was like 13, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like, now he's like 18. So I'm like, oh, shit, let me watch this. And he had got us in trouble. So I was like, okay, let me go watch this, this episode. So I watched it. But besides that, I've seen enough clips to know that it's going down. And now, obviously, you guys are always in the blogs. Your Nene Leaks is always fighting with somebody. Claudia Jordan is always fighting with somebody. All these girls are always in arguments with each other. So when you talk about praise, it's funny how you have black women have eyes to see stuff. And this is this is why I don't feel bad for them when they, when they get to playing the victim card. When we're talking about them, because at the end of the day, you you see everything that black men and white people or every, the whole rest of the world says, you see it just fine. You just don't see it when it's you. So now that we're talking about black men and the legacy of black men, now you can see what it looks like when we when we uplift the ghetto shit and we promote the ghetto shit. But black women have been just as low as black men, if not lower, within the last 10 years. We've seen black women do all kinds of things. We've seen black women put snakes in their mouth and suck the snake like it's a dick. We've seen black women uh, twerking on little children. We've seen black women giving their daughters liquor and, and weed to smoke. We've seen black women fighting their kids. We've seen a video, just a video the other day, Taya Posey beat up her two-year-old daughter because on camera, in her own with her own phone, because the baby daddy didn't pick up the phone for her, but he posted on social media. So she went and go beat the child up. We've seen y'all throwing your, um, we just watched a black woman throw a woman's ashes into a lake because the woman's son cheated on the girl, allegedly, right? We, we, we've seen you guys hit new lows. We, we watched the bad girls club. We've seen the blue face bad girls club and we see all this stuff on Instagram. We see all these things. We see you guys making fun of a dead black man, Kevin Samuels. We see you make, we see you trying to take away from Martin Luther King's legacy, B. Simone. We see you, uh, we see all these things that you guys do that you guys encourage and promote you guys encourage and promote it black china uh using rob kardashian to try to get back at the Kardashian. like we 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 encouraged that we encourage future's baby mama to try to take him to court to get thirty four thousand dollars a fucking month bitch i pay a hitman thirty four thousand dollars one time and get rid of that whole problem like we we watched y'all encourage these things we watched y'all encourage these black women to get out there and, and beat up on their man and scratch his car up because he cheated or something like that yes yeah, sis and all this other stuff we've watched you guys put down the heterosexual masculine male but you run after and run to go hang out with these feminine gay dudes and you let them call you bitch and you let them be all up in your private space and y'all be getting naked in front of them and all kind of shit you know what i'm saying and doing all kind of weird shit with your little gay best friends like we've watched so much i can sit here for the next hour just naming shit that we've watched black women become so used to doing them promoting it them encouraging it them embracing it you know we've watched we've watched it all all right we've watched black women call us bullet bags well i just seen a black woman just tell me she just i have the screenshot she just told me that black moms need to abort all black male babies why you want to know why she said it too just because i said that kevin gates girlfriend is white she feel when black when, when black men don't want to date black women i ain't say we don't want to fuck with you be your friend you know what I'm saying be your partner uh business partner or protect you from any you know 
rapist or something like that. We just don't want to be with you. You think the nigga should die or deserves to die. Like, because someone doesn't want to date you, they deserve... I mean, this is how foul the black woman has become. She's become very low. But you don't want to address that. Y'all don't even want to wear your real hair. You run around and have the nerve to tell white girls how they can wear their hair. Meanwhile, you don't even want your own real hair yourself. Excuse me. Like, we don't, we don't do this to y'all. We sit back and we don't get to talk about it and nobody can talk about you you're beyond reproach like but you have the nerve to sit up there and talk about we praise the lowest of lowest black men no let's keep it real claudia jordan you praise the lowest of lowest of black men because most black men that i know of we we strive to be more like maybe not like a russell wilson but someone more in his you know what i'm saying like that more than anything you know, even when you when you really drive through the city, bro, you if you actually open your eyes, you see more Russells than Futures. Like, if you really open your eyes, like you see more Russells than Futures. Like, if you're seeing more Futures than Russells, that's just because you're going to the wrong parts of the city. And here's the thing about it. These days, when you go through the straight ghetto ghetto, it's still Russells in there now. Like, black men are starting to not care. The problem is this. A lot of the black men who are the Russells are starting to move away from black women. But why would you blame them for doing that when a black woman has told them for the last 30, 40 years, we don't want no Russell ass nigga. Now, all of a sudden, y'all want a Russell. Are you even built for a Russell? Are you a Sierra? Can you even give anything to a Russell? What can you really do for a Russell? What can you do for someone like that? Especially, see, the thing about the Russell, Russell is this. Russell, truthfully... In the real world, is not Russell. Like in the real world, see Russell. See when y'all talking about Russell, Russell's a celebrity football player. Guys like him are not like that. They're not having their way for real. They they have no. If they want to have a good relationship, they have to go date a white girl or a Spanish girl or Asian girl. They have a very small pool of black women that they can even get. Because they're not flashy. So they might make a good bit of change, but you don't see it on them. Because y'all equate flashy with or money with designer clothes and Ferraris and Bentleys and shit like that. Hellcats. So he might drive a nice Lexus or something, you know, or, uh, or Infinity or some shit. But bro got his own house. He got a boat. You know what I'm saying? He got a credit score that's king. Like, he's got liquid money. He's got stocks and bonds. You know what I'm saying? All kind of shit, nigga. All kind of shit going on. ETFs. He got all kind of shit going on. Bro probably owns some gold or some shit like that. You don't even know it. But you don't even want to... You don't... I know this keyword. Y'all don't even care to hear about stuff like that. You want that surface level wealth. You want you 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 are more interested in a man who owns a Rolex than a man who owns gold. See, you want a man that owns a gold Rolex over a man who owns gold itself, or you know, a percentage of gold or something like that. Like you feel me? Let me take a sip of this. There's, I got some shit. Hmm. Now that's a that's a, that's a good cup of tea right there. That's a good. That lemon to ginger to green tea mix going. Yeah, that's going to do what it do in a nigga's stomach. Okay? So my, my whole thing is like, 
I hear what she's saying, but let's talk about the full circle of it. Let's talk about the full circle of it. That black women sat there and shamed brothers all throughout middle school and high school who didn't speak like a nigga. Meanwhile, and I told niggas this shit growing up too, bro. It's funny how, I ain't gonna lie, this is something I did peep growing up. I know I tell you all the time, I really didn't even get into these type of thoughts until I was like an adult. But one thing I did peep growing up, and I used to tell people, I'm like, bro, we're, we're literally falling off trying to be cool and impress other niggas and impress these black girls. But guess what? They still go to school every day. They're gonna pass us up. And people was like, mom was like, mm, I don't know what you're talking about. They didn't understand because they were young. But even as a youngster, when I was 13, 14 years old, I remember telling people that while we're trying to talk stupid and when we know how, we know how to say the word for, we keep saying foe and doe. And when, when we keep doing all this stuff and spelling words improperly, writing D-H-E-Y rather than T-H-E-Y or D-E-Y rather than T-H-E-Y. When we keep doing this, these black girls, they might even participate with us a little bit. But guess what? Every time you skip class and she thinks it's sexy that you don't go to school and that you a little young thug, nigga, while you skipping class, ruining your future, she's still going to school, bro. And I had to tell my homeboy that one time, matter of fact. But see, it wasn't even about a black girl. It was about a white girl. He was in this white girl. And he started staying home from school and all this other stuff. And one day I called him out. I was like, hey, bro, on some real shit, tell me the truth. He was like a little brother to me. I said, I said, look. I ain't gonna say his name. I was like, we'll just call him Webb. I said, Webb, tell me the truth, bro. Are you staying home every day so you can be home when this girl gets out of school? He admitted to me, like, yeah. He didn't want her to have no other place to go. You know, he didn't want, you know, her to have anywhere else that she might might want to go. He was insecure about it in that way. So I, I told him, I said, bro, so you're going to ruin your whole future. And I'm not saying he's doing bad in life right now, but he's not where he could have been. I will say that much. Uh, I mean, I mean, well, I don't know. I haven't spoke to him in about a year. So maybe maybe things have changed. But from when I last talked to him, he was a waiter on a cruise ship, which isn't the worst thing in the world, right? And he can, he always still has time. All of us still have time. None of us are even 30 years old yet. So we all still have time to really kind of, you know, make things happen. However, like, he literally, she's, she's light years ahead. And the thing about it is this, right? And, and this is what I try to show him, too. I, and I exposed this to him. And, and we fell out because of this. I told her. I said, did you know? And I told her right in front of him. Not on no sneaky shit. I told him right in his face. I said, she came over one day. I said, did you know that he's been staying home from school every day for the last two months? Just so you can, so he could be home. So when you get out of school, you come over here. And she was like, what? She looked at him and was like, are you, re- are you really doing that? And he was like laughing and stuff. And it's like, nah, bro. Like, you were literally ruining your future. But guess what, nigga? She still go to school every day. You see what I'm saying? She goes to school every day. And she was supposed to give him an ultimatum right there. If she really loved him and cared about him, but she didn't. See what I'm saying? Because that's what them girls going to do. They're going to get their life together and pass you up, which is what happened. But she's going to have some fun with you in the meantime. Because you is someone fun to be around. You probably enjoy the sex. 
she probably she probably like having a little a little 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 fine little thing on her arm like look what I got girls but guess what when she get that degree and you ain't got yours yet nigga she just literally leveled a whole different level above you unfortunately in our society you see what I'm saying at that point nigga she don't even look at you the same yeah she don't even look at you the same so so my whole my whole thing is this like at the end of the day right I hear what Claudia is saying but we have to look at the full spectrum that I would say a lot of women do it but mainly black see black women do it for a longer time white girls do it too but usually by the time a white woman is like 23 24 she's she's out of that whole bad boys phase like she wants she wants her Russell whatever that is in their community I'm serious like I, I know white people I, I actually know them like I'm telling you like I've watched I've watched the cycle happen to myself um and a lot of the white girls it's funny like there was this one white girl I know she ain't fuck with nothing but street niggas she married the most opposite thing of a street nigga you could even think of she, they get out of their phase they're not gonna keep playing but you have black women who are 34 35 shit let's let's be real you got black women who are in their 40s and they still don't want nothing but a young street nigga. You got to understand for everybody, bro, we all, a lot of us have the look and the style that where we can go out and date races of anybody. We can go get a Spanish girl, Asian girl, white girl. But when you, when you're growing up, you kind of automatically put yourself with your people. So whatever your people are okay with or not okay with is kind of the standard of living that you kind of tend to follow behind. You know, and I tell people all the time, I'm like, why do you think everybody in, in the suburbs go to college and everybody in the hood don't, even though they all graduate from high school? And I said, well, because it's as simple as that. Everybody goes to college. You see what I'm saying? When you drive through the suburbs, right, around like May, you're going to see on every front of every neighborhood a banner. Am I lying? As, as, am I lying? Am I lying? I be know what I'm talking about. You're going to drive through the suburbs. I don't know if they do this in other states, but here in Georgia, when you drive through the suburbs in front of every neighborhood, you're going to see a big banner. It's going to be so big, it's going to cover up the neighborhood sign sometimes. Am I lying, fellas and ladies? Who's listening? And that, y'all already know where I'm going with this. And that some of y'all, y'all's name is on that banner. Congratulations. The banner says the person's name, the kid's name, and what college they're going to. You drive by some neighborhoods, some neighborhoods, the whole banner so big and so full of names, you can't even stop to see who all going well. You just start looking at logos. Okay, all right, a couple of Georgia states going. Okay, Georgia Southern. Okay, okay. Ooh, somebody going to LSU. Okay. You see what I'm saying? You just, All you can do is salute to them kids that then made it. Everybody and their mama going to college. You don't want to be that one nigga left behind just calling all your friends. Hey, what y'all doing up there at uh, Georgia University, Georgia? Bro, we're getting fucked up tonight. Hey, bro, let me call you back. Eh, yeah, you don't want to be that nigga. But you're the only one that stayed home because you're like, well, I can go to college next year. Hell no, nah, you going to college. Even if you don't go to the same college as your friends, you can't be the only nigga that didn't go to college. So you just say, fuck it. I don't know what I'm going to do at school. I don't know if I even want to go to this school. I don't, I don't even think I want to go to college. I think I'm going to be a rapper. I think I, 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 think I just want to be a loser. I don't give a fuck. But you still go anyways. When you live in the hood and it's like you look around and there's a couple of niggas like, I ain't going. And, you know, you look over here like, I ain't going. You're like, you know, maybe I won't go there. Maybe I won't go. You know what I'm saying? Why do you think you see more teenage pregnancy in the black community than in the white community? Would you think the white girls ain't fucking? Oh, trust me, they getting fucked. They getting fucked. 
But them white girls do not play with all that nutting in them shit. Okay, they will fuck your life up if you nutting them. Alright, they do not play that shit. When you score up in the hood and, you know, your sister had a baby at 16, your mama had you at 16, and, you know, a couple of your homegirls already pregnant at 16, you ain't shit. You might just tell a nigga that you think is sexy and love you, go ahead and nut at me, daddy. You might just let it happen, you know what I'm saying? You might just go ahead and let a nigga do that shit, you know what I mean? Because, shit, that's the standard of living. We gonna fall. We all gonna fall to the standard of living. What they say, you, as, you are as successful as the people you choose to hang out with. Don't they say that? They say if you if you if this five broke niggas and, and you start and you become the sixth nigga you'll be the sixth broke nigga you ever heard something some saying like that right okay then so what you gotta understand that this shit don't come from just us like and we're not the only ones promoting the most lowest lowest shit black woman let me tell you and I'm gonna show you how the black woman is worse than the black man in this conversation too I'm about to show you I'm about to really kill it right now y'all ready and Claudia Jordan if you're listening. You know, keep listening. I'm about to show you how y'all actually are the ones that really do this shit, not black men. When black men see a white boy, and black men, please back me up on this. When we see white boys out here trying to look hood and do all this hood shit and be like little some little niggas, do we really give a fuck? No. If anything, we embrace that shit. We like, oh, what up, 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 blank, blank. Yeah, my little vanilla partner right here. Yeah, we promote that shit. Black women, you have a classy black woman. And I had to, I had to talk to one of my, my little, my little young homegirls about this one time. I had to put on some real game, right? Y'all seen Bad Baby, aka Danielle Bergoli, aka the girl who said, "Catch me outside." How about that? And y'all were so upset that she was acting black. And I'm talking to this girl, and I'm like, "Why are you mad?" She was like, cause she got braids and she got the tattoos and she be out here fighting and she just started naming all this stuff. So she's trying to be like us. And I'm like, look what you just named though. Like, look what you just did. Look what you just did. I said, you just literally claimed a bunch of dysfunctional behavior. How come when you see the white girl going to school, since y'all are the most educated, you don't say she's trying to be black? How come when you see the come on now, when you see the when you see the the white woman with long flowing hair, you don't say she's trying to be black? But as soon as you see a white girl fighting, acting ghetto, being barbaric in nature, then you say she's acting black. So is that what being a black woman is to you? You so quick to claim that? That's what you want to claim for yourself? So what happens if I turn around and I claim that for you as well? What happens when I say black girls are just but a bunch of fighting, disrespectful, rude, loud ass, ghetto bitches? Y'all would say I'm a bad person for saying that right or wrong. But that's what you say. When y'all be y'all go real quick to claim these white girls. Y'all be real quick to go claim these white girls that don't. That, that that take the worst parts of you and claim them. You should be happy a white girl is fighting with braids, cursing and hollering. Can't be outside? How about that? You should be happy as hell. So maybe one day when we talk about women like that, we can't just be like black women. We got to be like, shit, that's just some ghetto girls. And ghetto at that point has nothing to do with black anymore. But then that's also a sad reflection because where did that shit start? You see what I'm saying? Just like how when we look at a lot of classy black women, we say, what do we say? They act white, right? Because that's where it started, right? And I was watching the show the other day, and the black girl was like, she wasn't even acting white, but she was like, 
yeah, I'm a bad bitch. Mm-hmm, yeah, uh, uh, uh. And she started moving her head and all this other shit. I'm like, damn, she really sound them white. She don't even realize it, but she sound them white girls I grew up with. That's how them preppy white girls used to act. I'm this, I'm that. Y'all are not on my level. That's how they used to talk to each other, them white girls who went to middle school with. Am I lying? That's how they talked to each other. So y'all done took from them, they done took from you. But what? But look what you took. You took having confidence, being pretty, and they took fighting and, and hooping and hollering. So what's, so that's a representation to you? That's what you is? That's what you, that's what you into? And you guys will claim that. You guys will be mad that someone wants to take off the stereotypes that have literally destroyed some of y'all's lives. That have literally stopped you from getting careers. Getting men, getting anything has literally made you a liability to any realm of life that you touch or are exposed to. And you'll run to go claim that shit like it's some type of thing to claim. That's like me watching a nigga get his ass whooped and getting robbed and then, and then snitching on a nigga to go to jail and be like, damn, man. I'm not saying, wait, I'm not saying I've done anything. I'm just saying, damn, man, he acting like me. Bro, you can't be doing that. Like, would you claim dysfunctional behavior like that? Man, you let somebody else have it if somebody else want it. But see, that's what y'all do. Y'all go run after these, 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 these things. And y'all go chase it down. And you tell white women they can't be dysfunctional. Because that's your trait. And you talk, you have the nerve to sit up there and send one of y'all's leaders to come up here and talk about some goddamn black men ex- only accept the lowest things from black men? <laughs> Are you serious? Who you, who do you think is more likely for you to see running around trying to chase after the other race, telling them they can't be as dysfunctional as us? Black men or black women? Let's be real, bro. Just don't lie. Don't fucking lie. I know some of y'all gonna lie to try to make a point. You're lying. You're lying. A white girl get say anything that sound anything like this, and y'all are up her ass trying to claim that shit is yours. Give me back my motherfucking broken English, you white bitch. I don't give a fuck how a white, if a white boy, hey man, hey, we, black men, we think it's funny. Like, we go sit next to them white boys and be over there, like, really laughing at them, and they think we laughing with them. Like, we find it to be funny. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we laugh at shit like that. We don't care, for real, for real. Like, because to me, that's not being black. I don't ever want that to be what being black is. So why would I go out there and be mad at a white boy want to talk like this and talk like this and say, yeah, what up, Sauter? What the fuck? That's why me, me personally, I don't even get, I don't even get mad when them, when them hood white, excuse me, when the hood white boy say the N-word. I don't give a fuck. Good. Take it. Take that word back. Y'all can have it. It's an ugly word. It's ugly coming out of y'all mouth. It's ugly coming out of our mouth. It's an ugly word. I know I use it, but it's ugly. Y'all can have that shit back. Take it. I hope more of them start saying nigga. Because, you know, white boys say shit to become lame. Yeah, we used to say swag. Remember that? Y'all remember swag? Who says swag anymore? Nobody. Why? Because white boys start saying it. So if they start saying nigga, we ain't going to want to say nigga no more. We don't want nothing to do with that word. And then white boys start walking up to each other. What's up, nigga? Man, this nigga's tripping, bro. We're going to be like, I ain't saying that shit no more. You feel me? But, hey, at the end of the day, you be mad at first. But in the long run, nigga, you just blessed your whole race by not saying the word nigga no more. Let them have it. Let them have it. How do you think them white KKK motherfuckers and them white pride and supremacy people be feeling when they see their daughters and grandsons out here talking about some, yeah, mine, what up, mine, and, and uh-uh, came me outside, how about that? They be mad as a motherfucker. 
And here you go trying to shame them out of it. You stupid as hell. But see, that's what black women do. That's what black women do. And then when they get to a certain level and they're 49 years old, now they want to come down talking as if they never was that one. Like they was never one of them. And maybe Claudia Jordan specifically wasn't one of them. But you damn sure turned a blind eye to it. I know that for a fact. You see what I'm saying? And this is why we have to be responsible for, for, for our own. Because then you have these misconstrued messages going out there. And you can say some real shit, but nobody don't give a fuck. Because what you're saying, it don't sound right coming from you. You know what I'm saying? And it's unfortunate. You know, because you might have a great point. Like she has some good points. I just, I just personally feel like I can't take away from anything that she's saying as far as, no, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. I don't like the fact, I I don't agree with the fact that she said that she feel like these guys are jealous because in the real world, in the, is future jealous of Russell Wilson? I don't know. I don't see why he would be. Future's very successful himself. However, and that's a problem. Y'all really be thinking niggas really be stunting these girls. I'm going to be really real with you guys. I know it may have seemed that way. I don't think Future really stunned the Sierra the way y'all think he did. I really don't. I think he had a good time with her. I think he always knew it was not going to really go and amount to anything. I think he also looked at it like, you know, Prince and Princess of Atlanta. At the time, he was a young, I mean, really musically, they were kind of at the same level, right? Sierra has not had, had really that many hits. Like she, I don't even know how she's really managed to stay famous this whole time. Um, Future, on the other hand, he was kind of musically at the same level as her at that time. Like, you know, I think he, I think his pride and ego was hurt. And that's what a lot of women and men don't realize. A lot of the time, these dudes don't really be stunting y'all for real, for real. And I know that, yes, hard to hear. I know that that's, that's, you're like, nah, uh-uh, he, you just saying that shit. No, I'm dead ass serious. Cause I had to learn that shit myself about myself. And I, and the way I learned it was I was like, how the fuck did I go from blowing a girl's phone up today till tomorrow? I'm like, shit, where the bitch is at? And I really mean it. Like, you know, and I really look back and I'm like, damn. So I did all this bullshit, all this embarrassing ass shit. People, people will call simp shit, right? All because I was hurt because of my pride and ego. Cause I felt like I'm a prize and this girl shouldn't be walking like, bitch, who the fuck are you talking about? We, you know what I'm saying? Like I was in my head and I had to really learn and and understand about myself that I spent years, you know, putting myself through all kind of bullshit. Not cause I genuinely was actually heartbroken by the breaking up of me, me and this girl, but because I felt like my pride and ego was shattered. Like, bitch, who the fuck are you to leave me? Bitch, I gave you a chance and that's how I really felt on some arrogant shit and I then I also obviously do some self-evaluating and say what kind of prize were you what made you the prize and I feel like I was the prize for how I looked and how you know fly I was and all the other dumbass shit my young dumbass thought but so I can recognize it in a man too because I've been through it myself I watched my father go through it. Like, you know, I've watched other men go through it. Black, white, it don't matter. And what I learned is that a lot of the time, a lot of these dudes don't really be stunting these girls the way that the girls think he's so bothered. Yes, he is bothered. I'm not going to say he's not bothered. I don't know why I get a kick out of that shit. I don't know why that's such a, a thing. But, you know, we could talk about how evil and hateful you have to be to get a kick out of seeing someone bothered another time. But... 
at the same time, it's not bothered the way y'all think. You know, it's an ego-based bothered, which honestly, once he grows up and gets more mature, he'll realize has nothing to do with the woman. and He needs to deal with those type of things by himself. You know what I'm saying? Like when when he going through his ego trips, he needs to kind of go into his own corner and deal with that. He shouldn't take it out on the girl. Because at the end of the day, that was your fault that you dated somebody that you felt like was beneath you anyway. You see what I'm saying? Um, but, you know, I, I just, I don't know. Like, to say that they're jealous, you say in the future, the guys who are like future, basically, like, you know, at home, sitting at home, whatever right now, right? Uh, I don't mean, like, literally at home, but, you know, like, regular guys who aren't fucking mega rappers or mega NFL players. No, they're, they're not jealous of Russell. I'm just telling you the truth. Now, I, if you're talking about speaking proper and stuff like that, I, I agree with that. But if you're talking about in general, no, they're not. Because when they look at Russell, the, in, in the real world, Russell, I hate to say it, but in the black community, he's a loser. And I, 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 once again, I hate to say it. I'm not saying it to diss him. I'm telling you just based on our standards of living, they, they look at him like a loser. The futures look at him like the loser. Now, if they were smart, they'd see that they're the loser half the time. But they look at him like, nigga, he ain't got no girls. They said, well, he got a pretty white girl. Yeah, but that's because he couldn't get a black girl. They look at him and they say, well, shit, he ain't got no this, that, and the third. And he ain't got this and he ain't got that. And to them, Russell's a loser. They're not jealous of him. But you know who does sit around all day wishing that he could be more cool? Because the truth of the matter is, a lot of the time, Russell's are Russell's because they don't have the oomph it takes to be futures. I'm just, I'm just telling you the truth. See, this is what black women don't want to hear because it shatters their whole little bullshit ass theories because they want to believe bullshit so they can feel better about themselves and, and it, it removes any accountability that they may have to have. But I'm just telling you the truth. Most Russells in the real world are only Russells because they don't have the balls to be a future. If they had the balls or if they grew up in them areas, oh, trust me, they wish they did. You know how many black kids are from the suburbs that are ashamed to say it? They'll go live in the hood for two years to claim that hood. That's because that's what people want to be. So trust me, the Russell is only a Russell by out of fear half the time. There's not too many young black men out here. Like I told you earlier, out of every 20 futures, only two or three of them really true core. Well, out of every same thing for the Russells, out of every Russell, there's only two or three of them actually just, no, this is who I am. And I don't want to be no street nigga. I don't want to be that. This is who I am. Most of them niggas deep down the side. And trust me, you'll know it because as soon as they get the chance and they feel like they can, they can flop. Oh, they do. I had a homeboy like that. Now he a street nigga. <laughs> I'm like, bro. You grew up in the suburbs. Your parents are a pastor. Nigga, your sister is doing great. And now you blood and you sipping lean and you got dreads and you carrying guns. How the fuck did that happen? You see what I'm saying? Because the first chance he got to get up out of that image, he took it. He ain't going. He, he said it. He ain't going back. For real. For real. It's to the point where I don't even want to go around, bro, no more. Because I don't know him. I don't know that nigga. That's not the Jeremiah I know. You know what I'm saying? I done said his name. I don't like saying people's name. But that ain't, that ain't, I don't know that nigga. It ain't because he a gang member. I got plenty of friends as gang members. It's because, nigga, I don't, this not who I know. You feel me? Like, I don't know this nigga. I know the good dude who was funny. You know what I'm saying? We had clean fun together. We used to go to Six Flags together and all kind of shit. Like, to go to this family house, we go to Six Flags, all kind of shit. That's the Jeremiah I know. You see what I'm saying? So don't get twisted. The Russells don't want to be. He's a, he was a Russell. The Russells don't want to be Russells half the time. I'm just telling y'all the truth. 
I'm just telling you, a lot of the time it's fear. But sometimes fear is good, right? The fear of God is good. It keeps people on the straight path of straight and narrow, right? So fear is a good thing sometimes. It's good to be fearful. You should fear jail. Yeah, you, yeah, you should. You, you should fear jail. I'm not saying to be a pussy if you ever have to go. I'm just saying you in your mind right now while you're a free man with no warrants, no nothing, you should fear jail. It might keep you out of there. It keep me out. You know what I'm saying? You feel what I'm saying? Like when I say keep me out, I'm just saying like that's what makes me not want to go out there. That's, that's why I don't go out there and commit crimes no more. Because I'm like, oh, I don't want, I don't want that 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 side. You know, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't want that. You know, to be a thing. So just like, um, and I'm not arrogant enough to think that I'm just too big. I'm just simply saying that like, it that 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 fear of God, that fear of consequences, can be a good thing. So I'm not knocking it. But I'm just let's just look at this conversation from a realistic perspective. What does it take to be a Russell Wilson? A lot of the time, fear. What does it take to be a future? A lot of time, blind bravery is what I call it. The same blind bravery that had me in juvenile at 14 years old thinking it was cool. They told me I was going to do a year. I was like, bet. You see what I'm saying? You could have convinced me now to be happy to take a year unless you was convincing it to, comparing it to 20 years then yeah yeah I take a year over 20 years and you, I think anybody would right any, any of any of us listening would rather go to jail for a year than 20 if you were facing some serious time you know and they were like alright we'll give you a year in jail right if that was the only choice you had shit most of us we just going to run and try our luck <laughs> fuck it I'd rather <laughs> you know what I'm saying but, the, but you, you get the point of what I'm trying to say though so a lot of the Russell's are Russell's through fear, bro. Some of y'all listening, y'all are Russell's, and and deep down in your heart, you know damn well you want to go turn up. <laughs> you you want to be over there with the niggas, the niggas, and it's, it's appealing. We grow up in a world that tells us that that is what's appealing. There's nothing appealing about, hey guys, how you guys? Let's go, let's go out bowling tonight. Nah, nigga. To me, it is because now that I'm older, I rather I think bowling and going fishing and and going paintballing and just doing more clean activities is way cooler than smoking weed all night and getting drunk at a party. Like I I, I think it's way cooler at, at at my level in life to go. Um, fishing or something more positive, fun, clean fun type of fun you could post on Instagram if you wanted to, you know. And and a CEO of a company could see it and not be like, uh, uh-uh, let's not hire him. Like, I like to have clean fun now. It's way more appealing to me to go do fun family things with the family or with a beautiful uh, woman. Uh, or somebody, you, you know, like uh, my clean homeboys. Like I don't even really hang out with my dirty homeboys. For I hang out with my clean homeboys now. If I do hang out, I barely hang out with anybody. But I, I I've chosen a different path for myself, you know. Um, because besides a, a see, future wins because he's a rapper. But a, a future in the streets doesn't win. If you can't rap or find your way into Hollywood, you 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 don't win. There's no wins for the futures in the streets, in the real world. And that's why this whole comparison of Future and Russell Wilson has been going on now is kind of wild. And one day, those two brothers are going to talk, and y'all are all going to look stupid. I, I've, I just saw it in my head. I just had an epiphany of Future and Russell Wilson sitting down on camera talking, and all y'all going to look dumb as hell. You know what I'm saying? And I, I feel like, I personally feel like, and I'm just assuming this, I, I don't have anything to back this up, they already speak. 
it wouldn't shock me at all that Future and Russell Wilson actually have a small, pretty decent, healthy friendship. I mean, his son's over there all the time. I would, if I was Future, I'd want to talk to the nigga every now and then, right? I'm pretty sure if I was Russell, I'd want to talk to Future too. I'd have to. There's just certain things that we have to bypass women on. As men, we have to kind of say, you know what? Let me call his dad right quick and see. Hey, say, brother, um, I just wanted to bring this to you, man. You know, your son has been talking about girls lately, man. You see what I'm saying? Like, you don't go to the, you, you know, if, if, you know, as as a Russell in that situation, you go to the, you go to, you you bypass it. You don't even, you don't even talk to you. You a man. You don't even talk to Sierra. You go straight to future. You don't even see her. Don't got to know nothing. But you go to future. They say, bro, uh, what we gonna do about this? He, you know, you know, the birds and the bees. You know what I mean? What we gonna do about this? He he's starting to get ideas in his head. And in the future, gonna be like, damn, what are you talking about? Are you talking about this? Because I'm pretty sure both of them have something good to say, right? I mean, you can't discredit future. Like, and, and y'all gonna have to stop discrediting the future like that. Okay, y'all gonna have to stop discrediting the future like that. First of all, what y'all need to do is this. You need to find out who Future's mom is. Yes, his actual mother, his birth mother. And once you see who Future's mom is, how she moves, how she carries herself, you'll understand a lot more about Future. See, Future is just like me. We grew up with very amazing mothers. So... This new generation of women, we it's hard for us to respect them. When you grew up with a mom who who is in shape and eats healthy and she speaks healthy and she prays and, she, and like his mom is more business savvy than my mom, but like she's into stuff like that. You cannot get out here and look at these weave wearing, lace front having, baby hair swoops tape taped to their fucking face, long nail having, ass bitches with test, chest tattoos and some more shit and take them serious. You might fuck them. You might even go on a few dates with them. You might even go fall and play play love with them. But you ain't finna really take them serious and respect them the way that you were. They're not the same. And see, women don't understand that, but they understand it with men. See, they'll, they'll respect the Russell and disrespect the future. But when we respect the Sierra but disrespect the Sukihana, we're bad. No. This, this is life. It's called classification. It's called classification. Okay? It's called classification. So, I hear what Claudia Jordan is saying. And I respect her for saying it. But Claudia Jordan did not... And maybe because she didn't have enough time. Maybe if she was to sit down and be able to expand or uh, excuse me, expound. Is it, what, what, see, I'm not even a smart nigga myself. I'd be trying to sound smart. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Okay. Whatever. X. Whatever. X. X-Men. You like Wolverine. On what she was saying. Then I'm pretty sure she, maybe she would have gotten to this point. But I, I doubt she would have shown the, the role black women have played in this. Okay, you guys wanted futures for a long time, and you're just now starting to realize that Russell's the better choice. That doesn't mean that you are the best choice for a Russell. That doesn't mean that you could even handle a Russell. Because, see, with Russell, it's not that simple. And I ain't talking about Russell Wilson, the, the football player. I'm talking about guys like him. And you can't just be sucking, you think you could suck some dick and, and, and call it a day. Oh, no. It's, it's some expectation. You know, you see what I'm saying? Like a lot of y'all, y'all want, and I tell men the same thing. Y'all want these so-called good women. And I'm telling you that little bit shit y'all been doing for these hoes ain't going to be enough for that good woman. You can't just buy the good woman a person think she finna just shut up. Uh-uh. Like she ain't finna just settle just because you got some good dick. You see what I'm saying? 
And what people don't realize, the real true reason why a lot of black women really go for street niggas at the end of the day, and a lot of street niggas are going to be mad at me for saying this, but y'all are easy. Y'all are easier to maintain. Because at the end of the day, you're so simple-minded, she don't have to really be much. She could just do a bunch of dumb, shallow shit, and you just, you're there. As long as she keep a good weave in her head, she suck dick, that's easy, bro. Anybody can do that. Any Anybody, any dumb hoe can put a weave in her head and suck some dick. Like... You have low standards. You have low everything. You know what I'm saying? Um, and this is why. This is where you are. This is where you end up. So we we, we have to, if we're going to have this conversation, we're going to have to really have this conversation. We can't just keep tiptoeing in our Jordans around this conversation. We're going to have to really uh, talk about this and really get down to the nitty gritty truth on both sides. We can't just look at the black man. A black man did not create this this problem by himself, and he's not the only person within this 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 equation. He's not the only factor in this equation. He's not. He's just one variable. That's it. He's it. Yeah, that's a math. That's a little math for y'all. So who, who thought I'm stupid? This guy. I didn't know which which X word to use. Uh, yeah. Okay. He he's <laughs> he is he is not the only factor in this equation now, black woman. You've set a tone. Every other woman in this world has set a tone. Look at where their men end up. Look at where yours end up. The problem is also you guys set the tone for so long. By the time you really realize what you want or what you deserve or what you should have, it's too late. You're not a Sierra and he's not a Russell. And once again, in the real world, futures don't end up on stages with millions of dollars. They end up in jails. They end up in graves. They end up broke. Living in little little shit, having to struggle, having to ask people for change at the stove. That's where futures end up a lot of the time. Okay? They end up in some of those type of places. In the real world, Russell ends up usually dating someone who's not black, which completely exits you out of this conversation completely. Because that's the only type of woman who actually thinks it's okay for a man to maybe dance kind of corny or listen to different types of music maybe he might like country music or be educated and talk normal and talk proper english and enunciate and have a strong vernacular like these are things that are not attractive to the average black woman you just saw that black girl just tell that guy um that he was like a rocket scientist or something like that for like the marines that he was too boring for her he was a russell in live action y'all don't really want the russell it doesn't excite you enough. You're too used to being excited to go give it a Russell right now. I promise you. You might want a Russell. I guarantee you go get a Russell right now. You'll be like, God damn, what did I sign up for? The first time that nigga starts to be himself, he makes a little corny joke and gives you that little corny look that them, you know them, you know them, you know what them niggas be doing. You like, oh my God, this nigga here, boy. And then y'all always think niggas is gay. Y'all get with Russell right now, y'all gonna be questioning everything about Russell. He get to singing a uh, Avril Lavigne song around your ass, you're gonna be like, this nigga is nasty as fuck, girl. And, and at that point, Russell's better off with someone else because they don't look at that as nasty. They look at that as cultured, diversified. They look at that as something that's something that that's impressive that a man can sing a female song and know the words and not be ashamed to do it. You know what I'm saying? You look at that as gay. You see what I'm saying? So you you really. You want Russell, but you're built for future. You're not built for a Russell. You ain't built to be with one man. You ain't even, you've never been with one man. 
You haven't been with no one man long enough to say you've been with one man. With Russell, you can you can't you can't you can't play the field like that. So let's really look at this as a as a real thing. Let's not just look at the bullshit when we have this conversation. All right, it's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and I'm out.